Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Hello and welcome to Women on the Line, Community Radio's National Women's Current Affairs Programme. Produced at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne and broadcast on the Community Radio Network. I'm Aoife Cook. This week's show celebrates 25 years of women's circus. So I'm going to meet participants, trainers and the executive director to find out where this organisation's at after so long. Uh, I'm Bianca. I joined the women's circus uh, maybe 15 years ago. I started off in a youth circus that was run by some people who were involved in the women's circus and then kind of joined the women's circus but I got a bit older. And I'm Emily. Uh, I joined the women's circus in 2005. I'd been on the waiting list for a couple of years. There was a really long waiting list at that point. People had to go on waiting lists and not get in for a while, so that was me. Um, I'd been in a community circus before that, so I'd already gotten into doing a bit of acrobalance and juggling and stuff. Um, yeah, now I teach several of the acro classes with Bianca. <laughs> um, Yes, we both came at it with some circus experience already, but then trained more through the circus and got involved in coaching. Acrofit is a night at Northgate Town Hall where um, people with kind of any level of skill can come and learn acrobalance, and acrobalance is partner or group um, balances, pyramids, um, there's Anything a lot where of you're climbing on other people is acrobalance. So. Yeah, so there's a lot of kind of floor-based stuff, but also things like two highs. Um, where you're standing up on someone's shoulders. Yeah, so we do a class where we do quite a lot of strength building and um, sort of physical endurance and flexibility because the more of that you've got, the more safe and the more stuff you can learn. So we kind of do a mixture of learning skills and building, building strength. strength and body awareness. I meet Anne Chanson who's taking the class and I ask her what she gets from it. I like doing exercise which has a purpose instead of just like going to the gym and just like throwing a tyre around or <laughs> I don't know doing squats for no reason. I feel like I should be lifting things with reason like humans. A high purpose is to feel good yeah. Feel strong. Yeah. Feel like my body is strong in a good way, not just in like a weird hoof heady meathead kind of big muscles kind of way. It's w- it's women, but apart from that, it's open to all any ages, women. all walks of life, um, all this physical backgrounds. Particular class, um, the physical demands are a little higher than some of the other classes. So we do have more gentle classes. I teach class on Thursdays which is a lot more gentle and a lot more of a slower paced um, entry kind of to acrobalance. But I um, think in this group we've got age range from 20s to 50s. 
Yeah, and there's no particular prerequisites. It's no. just you need to be keen to get into it. And want to work hard. Yeah. People coming, wanting to learn is great yeah. and fun. And, um, yeah, if people sort of arrive and... Like some, some weeks the energy levels are, are low and it is a physical thing. So, yeah, you, you are relying on people to invest energy into it for it to work. But we don't tend to have bad classes. This some of them are key. really upbeat and yeah. fun, and some of them are. Tonight, everyone kind of came in a and sat on the floor at the start of class, and we we're like, "Uh oh, this is looking a little low key." But and put a bit more peppy music on, and everyone got moving, and we kind of kicked into life. It's really fun for a start. My name is Devon Taylor, and my role at Women's Circus is executive director. So what exactly is Women's Circus and what types of programs do you run? Uh, we're a 25-year-old organisation. Uh, we're a community organisation, an arts organisation and a women's organisation. We're based over in West Footscray in the Drill Hall and that's our home for our training program. So we offer an annual training and performance program that um, teaches women about circus skills and performance skills. There's sort of 18 to 20 classes running weekly to over... 150, 180 women each week. We also work with communities to develop programs and projects that address community needs, specifically working with women within those communities. Um, we also have a, uh, we develop large scale performance pieces and work with artists to create new work as well. Great. And can you detail the beginnings of Women's Circus? You said it was 25 years now. Um, I know it has a very long history. And if you could bring us straight up to the present day. So it started in 1991 as a community project that was based out of the Footscray Community Arts Centre. Um, it was led by a, an amazing woman named Donna Jackson. And it started as a very small project um, that worked with women who identified as being survivors of family and domestic violence. It grew to start to include more and more women and then finally grew out of the Footscray Community Arts Centre in 1996 and moved into the Drill Hall. Um, then so and that's been in partnership with Maribyrnong City Council and I guess the evolution also included um, kind of opening up the parameters of who we were working with and fundamentally what our, our key um, sort of service was to work with women instead of just women who identified as, as survivors of violence and so now we um, we sit at the drill hall 25 years later. So as you said, this year marks 25 years of Women's Circus, which is an achievement for any community organisation. And from your own perspective, what does it mean to you to help lead an organisation with this rich history? Well, certainly the word help is a big word, I think. It's, it's, um, I'm part of a team of women who, who make um, that organisation what it is today and certainly the fact that literally thousands of women were a membership organization so literally thousands of women have come through that place and it and it really is the foundation of what um, women's circus is the stories of these women over the 25 years have helped define and form both the creative outcome as well as the sort of 
kind of values of the organization. Um, so I just feel like I'm kind of trying to both represent that legacy as well as forge and sort of new um, new path and make sure that the, the, the organization is still relevant. Um, so yeah, that's sort of, and for me personally, I love the fact that it's sort of a, a, a fantastic place, a meeting point for both my personal um, um, kind of values and my political kind of uh, emphasis in my life. So, you know, as someone who defines themselves as a feminist working for a women's only organization, um, the fact that I can go in there and, and actually try and kind of have a professional life that encompasses those things is pretty, I feel very privileged to have that. Gracian, can you tell us a bit about the team of people you're working with? So uh, we're, we're all part-time, <laughs> um, which is probably the nature of most not-for-profits and arts organizations. Um, and so it's a small team in the office. We've got a training and membership coordinator, uh, an artistic director, a finance manager, and a, an admin and communications um, coordinator. But then we've got a, a really big team of really dedicated uh, circus and performance trainers as well. So there's sort of 15 to 20 different trainers that work with us in various roles and some of whom have been with the organization for over 20 years. So your celebratory plans are being touted as a year-long birthday party. What's in store? Well, I think basically we're looking at everything that we're doing this year with a 25-year lens, um, or we're trying to do that as best we can. We've uh, received funding to go ahead with a, a large-scale community performance work that will premiere at the Footscray Community Arts Centre in November. So that is a community-driven piece, so it's a very long process. So that's starting now, and um, we're doing our first sort of creative development this weekend. Um, and then we run a series of master classes called Dames Who Know the Ropes. We're looking at bringing back old artistic directors potentially to run those. Um, one of the things that uh, really that I was quite struck with when I first started with the organization about a year and a half ago was um, all the stories that I had from all these women that I'd meet. And so I'm we're trying to get an archival project up and running to make... Um, the the boxes and boxes and boxes of like photos and videos more accessible and I also know that there'd be women out there who have things to contribute and stories to tell we'll have a retrospective exhibition that takes place at the end of the year as part of the performance as well and we've articulated an alumna membership to try and get women back in the fold and get them involved uh, you know the women who maybe 20 years ago were part of the organization too so that's at the moment the big the, you know the big events 50 and five four three two one coming down yes, I love seeing people progress. Like I love seeing someone come in and have those light bulb moments of going, oh, if I just adjust my leg angle by this much, suddenly I'm in balance upside down on this person. How cool is that? Like I love watching people realize it's possible and then building on that. I think I tend to always come home from it feeling kind of enlivened. So 
the the people bring a lot of energy and mm. give so true um yeah i feel like the the group of people doing that kind of physical playful serious hard <laughs> exciting stuff together um builds its own kind of energy and yeah it's quite and a rewarding that. it's quite a rewarding thing to be part of i feel like even when i'm feeling low energy myself i'll go home from a class feeling quite refreshed and upbeat and mm. yeah um for me i really like that it's a social circus i feel like um i got into circus as an adult so um i've never i've never sort of been on the professional elite circus train um for me it's it's definitely a serious thing that i have committed a lot to but um but the things that i love about it are the community and the sense of play and the kind of working together on a shared goal and that sort of sense of shared achievement when you get something um i really like that it's for everyone like it's well for it's for women <laughs> for women's circus <laughs> but um but yeah it's not an elite thing we're not kind of getting people to you know prove that they have but at the particular same time, skills at plenty the of people come through it and go elite if that's their bent like it's not holding anyone back but it's not squeezing you into that box and making that all you do yeah i feel yeah. like it's a really nice sort of broad mm. broad accepting kind of place where you can really push yourself or take it very casually as <laughs> kind of just a little social thing that you do once a week or yeah yeah. We get some dramatic it, looking stacks, but you can I mean there you can is fall well. There is physical risk involved yeah. and there are some injuries sometimes, but we haven't had any sort of major injuries. And most often I feel like in circus the injuries are quite often somebody's tripped over a mat. Across Australia, you're listening to Women on the Line on the Community Radio Network. You can find us online at womenontheline.org.au. Subscribe to the podcast at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcasts. Or connect with the program on Facebook or on Twitter. I'm Olivia Allen and I do Women's Circus at Northcote Town Hall with uh, the Women's Circus. I get a lot of like physical activity that you don't normally find yourself doing like as an adult you don't find yourself turning yourself upside down very much um, so that kind of stuff is really enjoyable and also the the women that do the circus are just really lovely and have lots of stuff in common and we have heaps of fun and we laugh about really stupid things and about falling over and not doing things properly but yeah. I'm Aoife Cook I'm with Women's Circus in Melbourne celebrating 25 years this year now I'm talking to Executive Director Devin Taylor about their plans for the future. I think that the we've articulated, the, the values that we've articulated will stay the same. So we sort of, the, the mission of the organisation is to, is to work with women in their communities to kind of elicit positive change for both on an individual level and on the kind of community level. So I don't think that will shift much. The values of inclusivity and risk-taking and... Um, expression and and all of those will will stay the same I guess it's it's I feel after 25 years we're in a position as an organization where we know a lot 
we've seen a lot we're kind of like the cool auntie you know so we're looking at a lot of artist development programs to try and support the next generation of of female circus and performance artists so that might be through residencies that might be through programs that support them to make new work and leverage all the resources and connections that we have we're looking at developing uh, a more sort of robust and rigorous young women's program to try and foster the next generation of women um, who will work with us. Um, certainly, I see us after 25 years, we're leaders in the realm of what's called social circus. So it's sort of a, using circus as a tool for change. Uh, and it's, it's much less of an emphasis on um, skills acquisition or the emphasis is not just on skills acquisition it's also on kind of community cohesion and all of that um and using circus and the embodied practice as a way of eliciting those kind of um, changes and i think as leaders in social circus we we can look to things like training the next generation of social social circus trainers um and leading the way in in regards to working with women within the sort of circus and physical theater realm. The fact that we're a women's only space is a starting point. So, and, and when we, I guess the other thing with the four-year plan is also we're really trying to address access and inclusivity. So we looked at, at when we say we're a women's only space, what does that mean? How inclusive are we? We articulated a, a policy around that, um, which is now one of, uh, you know, anyone who identifies as trans or gender diverse is included in our community um, and so trying to evolve and, and articulate that and and make sure that that's um, transparent and uh, also raise awareness around that so we work with the deaf community quite regularly at the moment so we're doing a lot of training for our staff as well as our um, as well as providing opportunities for members of the deaf community to work with us so I guess with the great thing about circus is that it's an it can, it's essentially a nonverbal activity, so it's a combination of of risk taking, realize you know um, having participants try things that they maybe wouldn't think that they're able to try, but also in the context of our space acknowledging that you should you can only try what you're comfortable in trying as well. So I think having a, a space that's free from a gaze, free from expectation, but that it encourages and supports you. Um, there's a lot of uh, community and cultural kind of um, support that takes place. I think the Women's Circus, certainly you can come there and become really strong and fit and active and, and connected to your body, but then you can also have the opportunity to take that to a place of creative expression. Um, you can, you know, we, aside from trainers, we have members who have been training with us for over 20 years and it, they don't come back because they don't think they, they haven't quite got that skill yet. It's also because they see this as a place that they've helped build or has helped change them in a way. And that's, I think, you know, again, I think the stories of each of these women is what's so amazing about that place. <laughs> so that's why you think women, women keep running away to join the circus? 
Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because the contemporary circus, uh, you know, sort of sector has changed a lot. It used to be when when people came to the women's circus, they had to come. We still have this quite a unique program called the New Women's Program. And up until about five years ago, you had to go through that program across two terms, is my understanding. Again, as someone who's only been with the, the organization for a year and a half, there's so much historical knowledge out there that I still haven't got my head around. But um, that's changed because contemporary circus has changed. So there's more training opportunities out there. And so we ask ourselves quite regularly, what is it about us that makes us unique when you could go elsewhere where there's heating, let's say, in winter, which we don't have yet, <laughs> or, you know, newer equipment or things like that. Certainly the fact that when your money, when you pay for a class with us, you you know that your money is also going into working with other communities um, and providing opportunities to women who maybe would not otherwise have those opportunities. So I think there's certainly an aspect of that, social relevance and things like that, that's an, an aspect of social responsibility. But certainly, I think the community aspect of it all, you know, it's really, um, it relies on the blood, sweat and tears of all the women who participate. Um, so I think, yeah, maybe that must be why they keep coming to us. <laughs> Flying is uh, when you're the person being lifted in up in the air and the base is literally the, the base of the structure, of the balance structure. Um, at the moment I can kind of do both, but I think I'm I have a natural in inclination to be a base, but I think that's what's really good about doing the training is that you challenge yourself to be a fly as much as possible and kind of really kind of push those boundaries. I think there's definitely an aspect of um, being challenged on both sides of, I think there's a bit of a cliche that if you're doing um, specifically male and female, sometimes their females fall into female roles and males fall into male roles when it comes to flying and basing. And the good thing about women's circus is that you get to do both and you don't, you, you know, some of the smallest girls are great, great bases and they kind of challenge that stereotype. Um, and also there's definitely an aspect of feeling more comfortable um, you know, just with, with the, all the physical intimacy with complete strangers and all that kind of stuff as well. And the feminist thing, I think. I think there's a real ideological thing that goes on because it's, it's, there's not many women's only not-for-profit spaces where you can be active both in mind and in body. So, What are the biggest challenges that you face um, as an organisation and as a group? I mean, there's sort of two sides to that. I think one is there's the practical side of it, of funding, and as our, the political it's, you know, scope of things changes and, and funding becomes less and less accessible and we're competing against um, the same funding pools with potentially partners. So like with hospitals, we might be competing against the same when we partner with hospitals and prisons and you know, social service providers constantly. And we're all kind of in there trying to get the tiny bit of the pie. That's a huge one. And the arts sector has been attacked last year by the Minister of the Arts. And, and we've seen a lot of our, you know, neighbour organisations really suffer. And there's no denying that it, we felt an impact there as well. 
I think the other side of it is that making it uh, relevant still and, you know, one of our big aims over the next four years, which is to ensure that we are constantly striving to diversify uh, who we're working with and um, and not just who we're working with, but also the members that are that are making up the organization. Um, and I think that's a, a struggle. That'll be a struggle for us to to really make sure that what we're doing is relevant and who we're doing it with is is reflective of the community that we exist within and the ever changing face of like you know, Australian kind of the populace. And as you said, the um, what uh, circuses has also changed recently. Um, what can you describe for us? I mean, obviously, most people I'm sure still think of circuses, clowns and acrobats, and you know, maybe an elephant or two thrown in there. It's pretty far from what you guys are doing. Can you describe a show of yours might look like? Our shows tend to be made up of women of all shapes and sizes, with all skill levels being present and alive on stage it's a long engaged process these women might be doctors and scientists and cleaners and carers so they're not in a position where they're coming to us and rehearsing for six weeks straight I mean we're literally rehearsing one or two days a week for a few hours and these women are learning how to um, create a show and are putting themselves out in a context that they might not otherwise um, do. But there are women climbing to the ceilings and um, telling a wonderful, powerful story as a collective. And um, there's definitely no elephants. <laughs> uh, and I, I guess it's the process of making a show that has the most impact. But I think... Um, there's a particularly with the artistic director that we have currently there's a real poeticism to it uh an overt political quality but that's sort of grounded in a uh, a joyousness so there's a real joy to a lot of the work that we're making at the moment i think um and although like this year's theme at the moment we're sort of you know after 25 years the ever present issue of domestic violence and family violence is still unfortunately very relevant and so we're revisiting that in the in the work that we're looking at making this year um but nonetheless i know if i know staff who's our artistic director there's going to be this um quality of 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 the of future vision and and positive future vision and there's often a lot of music um, and yeah, lots of smiles and sharing of food. <laughs> yeah. And that was Devin Taylor, Executive Director of Women's Circus in Footscray and Northcote in Melbourne. I want to thank all of our contributors. And if you'd like to find out more about Women's Circus, check out womenscircus.org.au. Women on the Line is Community Radio's National Women's Current Affairs Programme. It's produced and presented by a range of women broadcasters from 3CR in Melbourne and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network with funding support from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. 
The theme music for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by Latigre.